1: Welcome to NBA Top Shot Weekly. I am Alex Kennedy, joined as always by Oliver Maroney. Oliver, what's up, man? What's up? How's it going? Very good. Welcome back. Uh, shout out to Spencer Davies. Last week, he filled in. Oliver's on a business trip. So, uh, we talked a bunch of playoffs. Last week was a very NBA centric show. We talked about, you know, the Mavericks situation, the different hirings, uh, a lot of different topics, you know, but we didn't really get into much top shot. Spencer is newer to top shot. So, now that you're back, I do want to focus on top shot a bit. We will spend some time talking about the playoffs. Uh, you know, the Phoenix Suns. Congratulations to all the Suns. Let's go. So, So, people in the organization, you guys are in the NBA Finals for the first time since 1993. So, we're going to talk about the Suns. I just (laughs) just punched you. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm very happy for for the Suns. Their crowds have been amazing. and, And it's funny. So, basketball news we actually were were founded and launched by a group of guys in, in Scottsdale, and a lot of them are Suns fans. So um, it's it's weird. You know, I feel like I've watched more Suns basketball this year than any other year of my life. And sure, and, and fortunately, because uh, they've been much more fun to watch this year than in the past few years. Uh, and yeah, the teams are playing amazing. So shout out to uh, the Suns. We'll talk about that a little bit. I think uh, it's a very exciting time for them. And I think the, the coolest part about the Suns, too, not to go too deep into it, but their young core is going to benefit so much from this final you know, this postseason run and the experience of playing in the finals. And aside aside from Chris Paul, they have so many guys that are young and they shouldn't be going anywhere. So we'll get into some playoff talk here in a bit, but let's start with some top shot conversation. Uh, what are your thoughts on kind of some of the recent things that are happening in top shot, the market, and what have you been collecting recently, Oliver?
0: Yeah, I, uh, I started to settle in on just collecting the things that I want to collect and like kind of getting rid of a lot of the things that I didn't have any need for. Um, not to say that the collector score is a deterrent for me. I would love to have a high collector score, but I actually have reduced my collector score significantly over the past month and a half. And it's not because I don't like collecting. That's I think that's the only unfortunate part about the collector score that I don't really appreciate is like, for me, I like collecting specific moments. And like, for instance, I bought a John Morant moment. It's his area code serial. So uh the area Cody grew up in in S- Sumter um, and uh, so it's 803 out of a thousand. it's his first ever moment. and if I just sold that moment, uh, I could buy up my collector score to somewhere between like five and seven thousand probably. but because I own this moment, it's worth you know 40 collector score points or whatever it is, and that's just what it is so, um, for me, I've just been collecting things that I think long-term are great. I am a big collector of the area codes and I, I enjoy that. And I think, like I said, for me personally, I I've kind of lost a little bit of interest in just like the new exciting, like whatever the new thing is, because, um, it's, feels like to me as this continues to grow and evolve those earlier moments or the first moments are, are gonna be more valued at some point in time and, and even if they're not correctly scored on the collector score right now, I think in the future it will be. And um yeah, so so I, I like I said I, I sold a bunch of my moments just to get into this job morant moment and uh sitting about the same account value that I was a few weeks ago. So um I know a lot of account values and and just the values of a lot of these moments overall have gone down. But like for me yeah, uh, you know, I think uh, I had upwards of ninety or a hundred moments uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. I have twenty-three moments right now. Oh so wow! I significantly reduced them, but I went into moments that I like, and like I said, my account value hasn't changed. It's literally the exact same as it was three weeks ago. So it's not like I'm selling things just to get out. I'm selling things and just buying moments that I care about and like, and whether or not that pays off or doesn't pay off or whatever. I just know that I got the, the, the moments that I wanted personally and I'm happy with.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I haven't been as active either as far as in the marketplace buying up different moments. I think you know now it's it's pretty it's pretty much been what I pull in packs is what I'm holding on to, and I've sold a few things here and there. Um, but I've mainly just been getting excited about you know the different packs that we can get our hands on. So yeah, that that's been that's been my approach. Uh, what are your thoughts on kind of some of the recent things that we've seen? You know, either Top Shot implement or the market overall. I mean, you kind of talked about your approach to this, but what are your thoughts on kind of what we've seen from Top Shot recently?
0: I think it's really hard to gauge what to buy and what to sell right now. Um, That's kind of why I was struggling with having so many moments. It's like, I don't really know what's what. And the only things I do know are the first moments are exclusive. That's the only time they can be made. They will never be made again. That is the badge. That is the one moment. So for me, that's the one I look at and say, that's should be the most valuable moment, whether it's common, whether it's rare, whether it's legendary, that first moment badge to me Is the most important piece of it. The second piece is obviously are they a superstar or not? You know, next year, following years, how good will they be? Uh, But like in terms of just the market overall, I do think right now, um, just to be blunt and and completely honest about it, I I, I think there are a lot of moments on the marketplace right now. And it is really, really difficult to figure out do I buy this one or do I buy this one or do I buy CJ McCollum's 20th moment? So, Uh, while I love what they've done with like the playoff packs and some of the things that they've incorporated there, I do think, um, there has to be like that balance of like supply and demand. And right now it feels like the supply is outweighing the demand, and that's fine. Like, look, it's a growing platform. It's in beta. You can make all these other cases that we've talked about for months and months and months now. Um, and there is like a pendulum with this whole process, right? sometimes top shots produced a little bit too much and the pendulum goes this way. And then as they produce a little bit less, it starts moving the other way and they start, you know, the collector score thing definitely moved it this way. Um, so I think you're trying to have, find a happy medium. And I think it's really difficult because this is a totally new product. COVID is what it is right now, which is, you know, everything's open. So I do think just like you and I, many people are probably not paying as close attention to their top shot accounts as much Uh, into kind of the weeds. And that's okay. Like when the season starts back up next year, everybody's going to be back in on this. I would assume a lot of people are going to be inside when it's raining and snowing and things like that. And those will all impact kind of how the marketplace flows. But I think these are all natural growing pains. And for me, what I've noticed most is that they are kind of leaning into this collector score a little bit more. And um, while, like I said, there are some things that I don't agree with it on, I do like the fact that they're trying to implement something to reward people who have been holders of, of moments for longer term, and um, yeah, I, I think overall they're they it's it's in a solid place. It's not amazing. I don't I, I don't think anybody would be remiss to say that, but I also don't think it's like oh no, the world is burning. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's another problem. So yeah, that's I mean, look, it's Top Shot is a lot of fun, and I still. Probably every day, check my account, look at the moments on my account, look at the moments around the marketplace. If there's a good deal, I snatch it up. I highly recommend, if you haven't done so, always keep. And this is something that Wades, one of the big collectors, uh, told me early on always keep like a small percentage, say it's 10% of your account value in Dapper. So that when those deals do come across, you're not like, "Oh gosh, I wish I had X," or "Oh gosh, I wish I had 50 more bucks." So yeah. I've always tried to run with that, and that's exactly what happened with the John ja Morant. Like I had over 2K in Dapper just sitting there, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna wait for the moment to buy the thing that I." And I saw the John ja Morant jump out, and sure enough, not only was it any John ja Morant, it's already it was already on low ask. It was his area code, which. Most players, I wouldn't say value the area code as much, but like John Morant is very vocal about where he came from and he's, ta- he, I tweeted it out. He's tattooed it on his arm. Yeah. So it's like a big portion of him. And so for me to have his first moment with his area code of where he's born, I, I like I said, I had to jump at that. And, and yeah. that's credit to Wade's for giving me the, the idea to, you know, hold some of that in dapper or else I wouldn't have been able to capitalize on that opportunity.
1: No, that's great advice. I like that a lot. Uh, shout out to everyone in the chat right now: Luther, Evan, Stephen, uh, Designa, Desina, Desi- they're, they're the one to hang out every week with us. Uh, she said, uh, "Yo, I finally pulled an LBJ in my own pack. Playoffs too. Thought he was reserved for basketball news giveaways. <laughs> We've had it happen again. Oliver last week we had another LeBron pop up in oh. the giveaway." Uh, the, uh Spencer joined us and I told him beforehand, hey, we always have LeBrons pop up. So just so, just so you know, this person might get a LeBron, sure enough, they did. Uh we're doing another giveaway today for those of you guys wondering. Um we've we've been having a lot of uh, fun doing it through Twitter. So basically what we do is we send out a tweet and uh, and we choose someone who retweets the episode. So uh, let me actually send that out here in a second. I'm gonna send out the tweet and if you go retweet that you're entered to win. We'll open the pack today so everyone can see kind of what you got. And then we we transfer it over in seven days as soon as we can gift it. So we will be giving away that pack. We'll open up the giveaway pack here in a bit. And then uh, yeah, go retweet the tweet on my Twitter account. I'll pin it as well. So you can, you can find it. And then we will give that pack away. Um, Steven says, uh, liquidity is super important. Currently selling off moments. I don't like for more flexibility. So he's on the same page as you, uh, yeah. Shout out to you. Uh, yeah, it's designa or I'm sorry, designer, designer. She hangs out with us every week. So, uh, props to designer. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the playoffs a little bit. Uh, I think that, First of all, I think these playoffs have been amazing. I've been having so much fun watching them. I know early on the narrative was kind of, oh, there's no LeBron. There's no Curry. Uh, Lakers are out. But I feel like uh, we've seen so many of these young players step up. And for guys like Devin Booker and Trey Young and DeAndre, Eaton, it's been so much fun to watch these guys during their first postseason ever. Have no fear. Uh Put up these amazing games, like with, with Trey and with, uh, with Devin Booker, the way that they're dominating, like trash talking and, and yep. shout at the crowd and just like how brash they've been. It's been so much fun. So I think this is great for the NBA. Um, so the parody is nice. I think in recent seasons, uh, the last 10 years, I feel like there've been a number of those seasons where we, we kind of know which teams are going to go to the conference finals and go to the finals. It's been like, okay, the warriors and Cavs are on a collision course. And for this year to have so much parody and really not know who's going to end up in the finals or the conference finals, it was a lot of fun. So how are you enjoying these playoffs overall?
0: I love it. Um, you know what I think is so cool about this year's playoffs over every other one? You don't really have a, a good gauge on who's going to win these series. Um, there's obviously you mentioned parody, but I think more importantly, what's kind of cool about it is like, it feels like there are a lot of players that have stepped up in big moments and they're not your typical players that you'd expect that from like Deandre Ayton, that to, so it's so interesting to me. First of all, shout out to the 2018 NBA draft, uh, <laughs> 2018 yeah. 19 NBA draft. Um, you know, Trey, Deandre, uh, Luca, Jaron Jackson, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah. Um, I mean, Credit to the Suns. Now,
1: I don't know who the GM was. Was it, J- was it James Jones at that point? I don't uh, know. I believe it was... Uh, I thought it was Ryan McDonough. Oh, no, Ryan actually, McDonough. it was James Jones. I'm not positive about that. It was... James Jones was there because he was promoted from within. That's a good yeah. question. When yeah, James so, Jones I mean, credit,
0: credit to him for... Yeah, well, it's unfortunate he's not in a job if that's the case because, you know... Yeah. And, and I think we see this a lot in the NBA... Pl- teams are like ready to just get off of like GMs or coaches or when they don't see like instant success. And if you would have told all of us like, Hey, would you rather have Luka Doncic or Deandre Aiton or Trey young last year? Everybody wouldn't have been like Luka Doncic, No problem. Like not even, there's no question. There is nothing. Probably 95% of media members would have said, Luca, take it to the bank. There's no way those guys are catching them. And yeah. now you look at this. I'm not saying Luca isn't the clear cut number one choice here, but I am saying <laughs> what Trey and what Aiden have proven is that they were deserving of those spots where they were picked and like they were picked there for a reason. And I love that because we don't see that very often in the NBA where draft picks, uh, are taken and you know, that they, they live up to the expectations and there's been look, I mean, you go down the list of guys, Kevin Herter, it, like, Okay, so the two of the best players on the Suns and two of the best players on the Atlanta Hawks were drafted in the exact same draft in 2018-19.
1: Yeah. That Crazy. was great. That was a great draft. I know DeAndre Ayton came out and said he thinks it's the best draft of all time. I that I think that's uh, getting a bit ahead of yourself, but yeah. I agree that it's it, it's looked much better recently. I think it also shows you that guys take different times to develop. You know, we talked about this uh, at Basketball News. Spencer did a great article about how it takes big men longer to develop typically, and he talked to uh, Cody Topper, who's a coach at the University of Memphis, who worked with uh, DeAndre Ayton because he used to be Cody used to be with the Suns, and then now he worked with James Wiseman and a few other big men over the years. So it just takes so much longer for a big man because they come in and, you know, they're playing against these guys that are super big and strong and they don't have the same lower body strength. So they have to get right physically. They also, for the most part, they spend most of their lives dominating because of their size. They don't really have to, you know, work hard for, for points or blocks when they're in middle school and they're a foot taller than everyone. So they're used to dominating for their size. So then once they get to the NBA, they do have to learn some of those fundamentals and work on the jump shot and post moves and, improve that lower body strength. So I think that's what they, you've seen, it takes some time. And that's why people that are freaking out about Wiseman right now, it's like, no, we've learned over the years that you need to be patient with big men. It takes two, three years for them to show what they can really do. So, I mean, and granted, Aiton had some good games early on, but nothing like this. So it's been so much fun to watch Aiton. And then, yeah, Trey Young too. I mean, we talked about it before, just how people kind of soured on him and just the way that his, his, uh, you know, career is gone. It's, it's amazing to see what he's doing right now. I don't think anyone, if you had told someone even five months ago that of this draft class, the guys that would have a conference finals appearance first or a playoff series win first, yeah. or Trey Young and DeAndre Ayton over Luca, they would have said, you're crazy. So, and by the way, I did look it up. So it was Ryan McDonough. Uh, that was his last draft pick. Uh, and then James and it, Jones took over in October. He got, on, for October. That. He got yeah.
0: absolutely destroyed. And yeah. look, I myself... Probably, you know, drove into him as well. Every, I think a lot of people did. A lot of people thought Luca was a consensus number one, and they they look. They, it's what it is. But I do think when you're talking about big men, if 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 you're allowing your GM to, and this is a side note, but if you're allowing your GM to draft a big man number one, you better give him two years to at least show like what he can possibly do, right? And I I feel like, you know, James Jones has been been incredible uh, in his own. Right. You know, CP3 acquisition was game changing for them. They're doing an in- incredible job, obviously, in the finals. But yeah, I mean, I just look at this draft down, up, up, and down. Michael Porter Jr. at 14. He was like one of the best yeah. players in the playoffs up until his back, back got hurt again. Uh, you know, Mikhail Bridges, Shea Gilders Alexander, um, Kevin Herter, uh, another two guys that actually showed out pretty well in the playoffs. Jaron Jackson Jr obviously he's been injured and stuff, but in the playoffs against Utah did all right. And then also, um, Grayson Allen who like came out of nowhere. It felt like in the middle of the season for Memphis and like played out of his mind, Gary Trent jr. Another guy who played very well this year, uh, Jalen Brunson, Dallas Mavericks. He, he's had some really good stints. Like there's a lot of really good talented players in this draft. And, uh, yeah, I think overall that that's my takeaway is like that this draft Represents a lot of what the NBA Finals will probably end up being if, if it is, you know, uh,
1: Hawks. Well,
0: even even not. I mean, Dante Divincenzo,
1: some yeah, of these Milwaukee Bucks in here, so. Yeah. By the way, uh, Ricky says that Rudy Gobert was in the G League his first season, by the way. We actually, when Rudy was on the show, we asked him about that, you know, his first year and how it took longer to develop. And he said, yeah, he spent his first year basically just getting dominated in practice by Derek Favors and Ennis Cantor. And then he said, that's when he realized he had to, you know, hit the weight room and and get stronger and, and work on his body. So, yeah, he's a great example of another guy that, you know, really, if you look back at most of the bigs throughout, you know, the last 20, 30 years. Jokic, Nurkic. You can go back. They all take longer. All like except longer. for except for Anthony Davis, who really isn't a center, and he's just kind of a freak. <laughs> he dominated right away, and then like Yao Ming dominated right away. He, sure. I think, he became an All Star year one, played really well. But for the most part, most big men, maybe Cat too. Cat was good, but there's not a lot that you know are effective day one or out of the you know from their rookie year on. A lot of times, even like Dwight Howard, you know that first year, you know, yeah, he was effective as a rebounder and a defender, but a he hadn't bulked up like we saw him eventually become, and B he they didn't run any sets for him. Any plays he was literally just going. You know, told basically, yep. hey, go crash the boards, get offensive rebounds, get put back. So yeah, it takes time. So it, I also you know would caution people don't give up yet on Marvin Bagley and Jaron Jackson Jr. I saw that people during no. the playoffs were freaking out about Jaron Jackson, like oh he looks horrible. But A he was coming off the injury. We've seen some flashes for him. And he looked or from him, and he looks really good. Uh, but again, it takes it takes time for these big men and these young guys to develop. Everyone develops at their own pace. Uh, a lot of it's about situation too. Some teams are better at developing, you know, players than others. So you know, you never know. Marvin Bagley could go to a different it's, team and become <laughs> a monster. Like we just don't know.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not a coincidence that Deandre Ayton is magically like. I mean, look, credit to Deandre Ayton, but also it's not a coincidence that Chris Paul comes into the fold and Deandre Ayton is what he <laughs> is. Like, yeah, there there some of that has to come from the pick and roll schemes and some of the things that they've been working on. So, yeah, I, I'm excited to see how the NBA finals shape out, and also what would be really interesting tonight is the Hawks Bucks, where Giannis and Trey are out. Like,
1: yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> this is horrible, man. Can the, you reschedule? That's the <laughs> other, see, that's the other. <laughs> that's the other issue with this playoff, or the other, you know, defining thing with these playoffs, or the big story. It's been a the young guys stepping up and playing so well. You know, you mentioned a lot of the great examples, and then b the injuries. I mean, it, it's been brutal. And what I'm concerned about is. Yeah, you had, you know, next year is going to be normal as far as like the schedule. You are not. I think the condensed schedule caused a lot of this where you had really no practices. You had so many games like, you know, some days you had five games and seven nights. And, and you know, the condensed schedule didn't help things at all. But you also had a shortened off season, which didn't help, uh, you know. Uh, and it, it's, I think it's coincidence that teams like the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Heat, uh, the Celtics, teams that went deep in last year's postseason in the bubble – Really felt it and yeah. they have the shortest offseason of anyone. So what I'm concerned with is if you look at the way that the NBA kind of positioned this offseason, it's gonna be another short and off season, uh leading into next year. You know, there's not gonna be a whole lot of days. Uh they're starting the season in October. So it's gonna be a very short turnaround again. So hopefully it's more so the condensed schedule than the short and off season. Because if it is the short and off season that's kind of leading to all this, then we could see next year kind of be the same way where there's a lot of injuries. Uh and that would be really unfortunate. But yeah, literally uh well, this is unprecedented as far as the number of sen- uh star players and all stars that have been hurt and missed games. And then that doesn't even count the guys like Luca. Uh you know, there have been a number of guys that have played through injuries. Michael Porter Jr. Bron um, was like coming back from the injury. He didn't LeBron, LeBron himself. yeah exactly. There have I been mean, a number of guys John that Vinny. were hurt but Jonathan played through yeah, yeah. So it's it's wild. I think, yeah, Mitchell missed the one game like early on, but yeah, he played through injury. He didn't look right. You know, even like Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook were talking about yep. injuries they had. They had multiple injuries they were playing through. So it's been crazy. I think every team and it's led to a lot of debates like, oh, does this year's championship even count? I hate that kind of conversation. I think you know it should absolutely no. count. You know, yeah. I think you can Oliver and I are in a group chat where we talk about this stuff all day long. We just debate about sports. And it we have a Suns fan, Eric Saar, who's a, who's in that chat with us. And um, you know, we were pointing out the injuries. I think it's I think you can do both. I think it's it's okay to point out, hey, these injuries definitely impacted things. And uh, you know, credit to the Suns for taking advantage and, and playing really well and surviving and dominating the teams they were supposed to dominate. Yep. Um but and I think you, you can still credit the suns and say they've had an amazing season, amazing run. Um, I don't think it's taking anything away from them to point out. They played against a team that was missing Anthony Davis for some games. LeBron was banged up and only played four games leading into the playoffs. Uh, okay or into the yeah into the yeah the postseason uh and then you know Kawhi yeah, Leonard and Serge Ibaka's out Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. is hurt like uh PJ is hurt Will Barton misses some games like they've they've had some and then you look at the Clippers series you know it wasn't Kawhi. just Kawhi then it was Zubats and, and Serge Ibaka and it's it's been a lot of injuries so and granted they've dealt with their own injuries you know Booker broke his nose Chris Paul. Chris Paul hurt his shoulder and had COVID granted. so every team's dealing with it um it's just been, it's been Mike brutal. Conley, another one for Utah. I forgot about that one. Yep. Yeah. My hope is that come uh, hopefully in the finals, we don't have multiple new injuries popping up. Cause yeah. I, I feel like that's what it's been like every week. It's like, you know, we're bracing ourselves for a new injury. That's why when Giannis, Went down, everyone was scared. They're thinking, Oh, could this be a season long thing? Like, cause it seemed really bad at first. And even the it players did. were saying they were concerned. Like, Drew Holiday was like, Yeah, that didn't look good. Hopefully he's okay. You know, they're praying, like it looked really bad. So um, hopefully, no new injuries. Hopefully, we get through the finals and there's none because I, I just want to see, you know, everyone stay healthy. Uh, because this this final series could be really, really good, regardless of who t- who Phoenix I'm excited. is excited. It could be a lot of fun, like a seven-game yeah. close series. I think it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, going back to the Suns really quick, then we'll open up some packs here. I think, uh, you know, first of all, I'm so happy for Monty Williams. I think Monty's maybe one of my favorite People in the NBA world. I think, you know, A, he's been through so much, but he's also just the nicest guy. I've never heard anyone have a negative thing to say about Monty. Uh so props to him. I'm very happy yep. that he's in the NBA finals. Chris Paul, what this means for his career and his legacy. You know, the thing with him was always not being able to get over the hump and it wasn't always his fault necessarily. But now he's in the finals. And then yeah, like I talked about before, you know, Devin Booker's 24, Mikhail Bridges is 24, Cam Johnson, uh, DeAndre Ayton's twenty-two. They have all these yep. younger players that are gonna benefit so much from being on this stage and getting this kind of experience. So if you're the Suns, uh, you got to feel really good about, you know, your core being this young and already being this effective. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what's going to happen with Chris Paul. There's a conversation about him opting out and, and you know, looking to get a multi-year deal. I, I would be stunned if Phoenix didn't, didn't pay him, but they're going to have to make that work cap-wise uh people in the chat right now also saying they're happy for chris paul um but yeah if you're the suns i mean this could be the start of a great run for you because this group isn't going anywhere they're all very young so uh and their the role players have stepped up too campaign is 26 campaign was out of the nba last year playing in china and then the g league and then now to see him playing this well on the stage is pretty amazing so yeah i'm happy for the suns uh they've done they've done an amazing job um all right Let's open up some packs here. Uh, and then we have the giveaway pack too. So let me actually, Oliver, you get your screen ready. And while you're opening up your pack, I'm going to tweet out the uh, the tweets so people know where to retweet.
0: There we go. My screen is shared. I think I think
1: yep. we're good. All right. Let's go ahead and go. open
0: this up, right? Yep. All right. See what we get. Can I get a lamello ball? <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Every single time I sit up here and I say, can I get a Lamelo ball? All right, left first, Rockets, David Nueva. All right, boom, 74.15 out of 12,000, not a bad one. All right, we'll go to this middle one here. Actually, wait, we'll go here. Go right. Magic, Kem Birch, 11,581 out of 12,000. Nice, I'll put back dunk there. And the last but not least, LaMilla Le Ball. No, <laughs> Pascal Siakam, twelve thousand eight hundred fourteen out of fifteen thousand.
1: I thought for a second you actually pulled it because I'm I'm sitting here sending the tweet out, so I was like, oh my god, it happened finally. Yeah, no, um, I know. Dang. Yeah, not not a you know, I'll take a Pascal. Not bad. not, yeah, not, not, not terrible.
0: So we'll uh, we'll cross that one off. And then if everybody wants to see the the Holy Grail moment that I got this week, there it is. Yes. Oh yeah, number eight hundred three. Out of 1,000, Ja Morant, sick dunk on the Suns, too. I mean, come on.
1: Awesome. Okay, hold on one second. I'm still getting this ready. I'm going to pin it to my account, too, so that everyone knows uh, what to retweet. (laughs) Okay, that is now pinned to my profile so go retweet that right now it says uh we're giving away an nba top shot pack to someone who retweets this will announce the winner in 48 hours um so yeah you're good there so um so yeah i'm going to uh go ahead and check that out pin that uh, or retweet that right now and let's get the pack opening going here let's do it okay hold on a second i'm getting this ready okay can you see that oliver i can okay awesome so we will this is my pack here and then in a second we'll open up the giveaway pack and that's what you'll get if you win our our contest here so let's start with this all right i'm 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 hoping you get a lamello um, yeah, we've never pulled Lamelo. It's wild, and, and no one, none of our guests have either. We've had conversations with several collectors, and they said they've never pulled Lamelo. So that's the elusive Lamelo. I'm curious to see which one of us pulls one first. Uh, Zach Levine, six thousand eleven out of fifteen thousand. Not a bad moment. Nice. All right, let's see what we got. Ooh, oh, Zion, oh, Jackson, Jackson Hayes. Oh, Sorry, it's funny we talked about it before, like for Jackson Hayes, where yeah. no one, everyone's great bummed open his moment. It's a great dunk. He's a great athlete. He's a freak, but everyone's bummed the second they get a Jackson Hayes because yeah. um, you think it's a Zion. Um, all right, so and that one is three thousand four hundred and three out of twelve thousand. I love the out of twelve thousand. Uh, all right, let's see. We got next. Sixers dunk. Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. One, two, three, seven, six, twelve thousand three hundred seventy-six 12,376 out of 15,000. Um, that couldn't have been in the fourth quarter. Uh, <laughs> sorry, is ben. that the opposite players?
0: Is that type? No, it's Tobias Harris. Never mind.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't mean to pile on. Uh, interesting time for Ben Simmons right now. We'll see what happens this offseason. Uh, with Mr. Simmons, and then here's the giveaway pack. Let's give this away now. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so we got, yeah, people are retweeting this. Uh, good to see. So, yeah, make sure you guys, if you want to win this pack, go retweet my pinned tweet, and we will pick someone in 48 hours. So this pack could be yours. Go check it out, my Twitter account, at Alex Kennedy NBA. And, yeah, let's see what we got here. All right. So do we keep the streak alive, Oliver? Are we going to pull LeBron? What do you think?
0: LaMelo, 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 Keep it energy. Lamello, let's go. Keep Lamello. it up. Keep it up. Come on, LaMelo. Uh, Jerick Culver. That's close. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh,
1: 14,390 out of 15,000. Um, so even if you don't get a LeBron or LaMelo, you're getting moments out of 15,000 here that are pretty limited. So that's not too shabby. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, let's see what we get here. Okay. Oh. Nope. Troy, Troy Brown, Brown Jr. There basketball Yeah, basketballnews.com contributor, Troy Brown Jr. That's a great blog. Uh he actually writes articles for us and does a vlog for us. It's been uh it's called uh inside the NBA. Um and he basically uh or no, I'm sorry, outside the NBA. I messed that up. Uh but yeah, he basically shows his workouts, his life. It's it's been a lot of fun. So check out Troy Brown Jr.'s stuff. He's great. Um and then we got come on. Sixers? Sixers dunk Dwight, Dwight, Howard. Dwight Howard eight thousand seven hundred and forty five out of fifteen thousand. So you know if you win hey. this pack, you get a few a few moments that are out of fifteen thousand. Uh, let me see. I think all of them are fifteen thousand. Yep. So limited edition moments: Jarrett Culver, Troy Brown Jr., Dwight Howard. Uh, so go ahead and retweet that, and we will give that away in the in forty eight hours. So. Check that out. Again, it's pinned to my Twitter account now. And we do pack giveaways every single week. So if you didn't win this one or you didn't win the most, we actually announced the winner for last week's today. So if you didn't, uh, if you didn't win this week's, then stick around every week we do a new giveaway. So check back with us. Um, we also, uh, yeah. So make sure you're following us on Twitter too, because we try to give away a number of different moments and, uh, and packs on there. But yeah, we appreciate everyone hanging out. Oliver, anything else you want to add? No, enjoy Top Shot this week. Enjoy the game tonight. That is going to be crazy.
0: No Trey, no Giannis. Who Who scores the most points? Who steps up? I'm going to go Chris Middleton, 40-point performance tonight.
1: Ooh, I like that. I'm going to say Drew Holiday. Uh, Who would have thought last game it was Lou Williams, a guy who almost retired when he got traded to the Hawks. That was amazing. Well, yeah. Enjoy Um, the game, everyone. We appreciate you hanging out with us. And until next time, talk to you later.